the 24 is owning every second of every minute of every hour of every day. To seize the moment to get the most out of every day. Being responsible for every 24 hours of every day of your life. I wanted to not have to be told what to do, who to hang out with, where to go, when to be there. Taking ownership of it. I love Own the 24 because it, it epitomizes everything that is about my life. At the end of your time here, you can look back and say, I, you know, I made the most. I own the 24. And when you own it, you get to do whatever you want, whenever you want, with whoever you want, wherever you want, and no one can tell you no. That's what I love about Own the 24. Well, welcome everyone to Own the 24. We're Lori and Mike, and we hope you're owning your 24 today. And in an effort to help you do just that, today we're going to talk about casting the vision, how we can develop the vision for our lives and really uh, have some good action steps to help deliver that. Yeah, casting your vision is one of my favorite topics. So hopefully our energy and our excitement around this can really inspire you to, you know, cast your own vision. We look forward to seeing how you do. Right on. Casting a vision today. Good. It covers a lot of ground for a lot of people, I think. So what's our version of that? What, what do you think would be the best way? Or, or, you know, let's talk for a minute about how we did it and how we continue to do it, right? Right. Well, um, when I first started learning how to cast my own vision, it was about manifesting the life I wanted to create and I realized that I needed to become the person that was worthy of a life like that. So it was really an inner reflection of who am I being in the world that would attract things to me. So working backwards, what do I want in my life? I wanted um, I wanted financial independence. I wanted to own my time. I wanted to have a, a partner in my life that was a, a companion and uh, my love interest and somebody that I could be in the journey with and, and great relationships, right? I wanted great relationships with my kids and with my soon-to-be spouse, who I didn't know who that was at the time. Do you know now? I know who it is now. Oh, oh you mean it's me. Yeah. Oh. And so, like, envisioning all of that and then going to work at, you know, how does that come to be in your life? But mm-hmm. be, do, have was really the, right. the preface that I built it on. I think a lot of people think that when they, when you hear your vision, vision statement, first of all, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it sounds a little, to most people, like a little dreamy, a little fluffy, like some some uh, flower child kind of thing. And, and, and those who can get on board with the, the benefits, at least initially, conceptually, have this idea of the vision board, right? Create a vision statement. Oh, I have a vision. And then they have a board. And it's just, it's just laborious 
picture pasting thing. We've all seen that, you know, cut out a picture. And there's not there's nothing wrong with that. But what what I want to what I uh, what I think is worth talking in a little more detail about is this whole preemptive step, this, the pre-step to that, which you said, becoming the person that can have that stuff. That, that, you know, that can be super confusing for people. So I think we should talk a little bit about that. Okay. So talk about that. Talk what, does about that, that. what does that mean? What does be, that mean? Become the person. Become the person. Well, you know, it's, it's like who we're being in the world. I didn't really understand any of this until I started studying it. So it was like, I never, I wasn't present to who I was being in the world. And I was, I was being impatient. I was being agitated. I was being um, frustrated. And, you know, the more you do those things and the more you practice those things, the more you bring that stuff into your life. And I was so not present to any of that until I started studying it. And then, you know, through through different, I don't know, coaches and, and audio tapes and different th- things I listened to, uh-huh. yeah, um, I would grasp this idea. I did seminars. I did all sorts of things because I'm like, why is my life going this way when I don't want it to go this way? And when you think about what you don't want, that's really what you're attracting into your life. That was one of the biggest revelations that I found was, oh my God, I'm thinking about everything I don't want in my life and that's exactly what I have. Mm -hmm. So if it can work that way, I was a total buy-in on, well, stop thinking about what you don't want and start thinking about what you do want and who you need to be to have that. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, making that connection of, it's really about taking responsibility. Like, responsibility for who I'm being in the world is what is going to attract the things I want in my life. Like, I'm the source of it. Mm -hmm. And that's a hard pill to swallow, That you know. Look in the mirror. That's why you have what you have in your life. And a lot of people don't want to accept that, it, the, the reflection, right? Your life is a reflection of who you're being in the world. You're mm-hmm. sourcing it. Well, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah but, but. You don't. Yeah, yeah but. but. Exactly. <laughs> That's what you hear is yeah, but. <laughs> Right. You've taught me never to say that. <laughs> well, I'm saying that to bring that about. Oh, okay. To bring that about. Right? Okay. Get it? Come Got with it. me here. Yeah. All right. So that's what you hear is yeah, but. Yeah, but. You know, yeah, but you don't understand. I was so yeah, but. Yeah, but you don't understand. Walk a mile in my you shoes, buddy. Of, yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, you know, I'm thinking about, uh, as, as I always want to do, who, who might be listening to this and say, well, yeah, but I, you know, I got these kids, or I got this house, or my husband, or I got this wife, or I got this house. Right? Talk about how that melts away, right? Because I think that, you know what we're looking for is useful salient points, at least as I see it. And the one useful salient point I heard already was, uh, if it works that way, it can work the other way. That's right. a big. That's a big pivot. That if if that can be made, like 
you know, oh my God, I had this magic sword in my pocket this whole time instead of why do I always get screwed here? Right. Uh, I can turn it around and say, why, why do I always win here? Right. No difference How in terms of power. How can I have it power. all was my mantra. Right. How can I have it all? Because I was always thinking there was a trade-off. Mm-hmm. It was always about making a sacrifice to have something else. Right. And, I, and I really didn't want that. I wanted a great, prosperous job and I wanted a great relationship with my kids and I wanted to be able to raise them mm-hmm. and, and be able to balance everything. Mm-hmm. And to... Um, to, to constantly be going, well, if I do this, I can't have that, it was it couldn't work for me. Yeah. So I started to learn to say, how can I have it all? How can it be fun and rewarding and energizing? Mm-hmm. And how can I be happy through all of this? Mm. And th- those were things that I was, I was so pining for, yep. but not achieving. And I was always in the, con- it was always in my space why can't I have this? Hmm. And when it's those questions that you live in, right? That's another Tony Robbins thing I learned is, is listen to the questions that you live in. You know, it's those questions that you're asking yourself are the ones that are driving the direction or the focus of your life. So that's when I started to say, how can I have it all? I want all. I don't want to settle. Mm-hmm. So that's one salient point that we can, that we can turn. And the other one was, how do we dissolve the habits? What's the yeah, but dissolution formula? The yeah, buts. The yeah, buts, I, I have to say, is taking a good look in the mirror and going, what I have is a result of what I've created in my life, and I'm going to take responsibility for everything. And that means for relationships, for, and, I, and it's really hard to do this. There's like a civil war that goes on because you're constantly in your head going, yeah, but they did this, and yeah, but that is why this, and yeah, but that. And so when you're saying yeah, but to yourself... That's the first place to start Mm -hmm. is like you can't have excuses. Mm -hmm. You've got to get rid of all the excuses and say, I'm 100%, but here's the benefit of that. The benefit of being 100% responsible for the way your life turns out gives you all the control. Mm -hmm. And so for us control freaks, that was a really good space for me. Well, I think that's a great big... It's it sounds like a nuanced change, but that is the difference. That's the difference. So when people hear "take responsibility," they hear right and wrong, right? They they they. Well, you don't understand. I had all this bad happen to me. That person did a, did a bad. That person did a bad to me. That person did a bad to me. What are you talking about? I'm responsible. I'm going to be responsible for that. You're like I'm not going to say. That that it was my that was my fault because no, you, that you don't have up, to say it's your fault. That's exactly right. So so that's what I wanted to bring into contrast is we're not saying by taking responsibility that that we're accepting the blame so to speak. You know if that does something for 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 you then that's great. But it, what what it provides is ownership and control. What it what it provides is the release of the the negative energy on that hurt. Right. Right. And it also will. Um, It'll allow you to, it'll, where the power is, is in how you respond. So it's not about whose fault it was. It's everybody has circumstances and a Jim Rohn is the wind blows on us all. So it's how you set your sail. That's your response to a circumstance. So you can take a bad situation and 
you know, somebody treated you bad and you can go invoke the four agreements and this is not personal, that's what's going on with them. How can I be compassionate? Invoke the what? The four agreements. Which is a really good book yeah. that we recommend. Right. By one, what is it, Don, Don Miguel? Yeah. Right. So, great book right. to read. So, so I, you know, these are all different references that, that mm-hmm. we use and they're tools. Yep. So it makes it easy to duplicate or model somebody. When you see somebody that's having the success you want in life, then it can be duplicated mm-hmm. because they're doing something. They're having, they have practices in their life th- and they respond to things in a different way than you are because everybody has mm-hmm. the wind blowing on us all. Yep. And we don't get, you know, to, to not be reactive, that was a different whole way of being for me to learn to be to respond not react Mm -hmm. because I was like hair trigger and we all can be Mm -hmm. hair trigger like hair trigger so rather than take things personal which is the four agreements right so if something's going on over there for somebody else even if they're being mean to you it's typically a projection it's Mm -hmm. some kind of conversation it's how they are reflecting the world outward Right, So whatever's inside of you, when you squeeze an orange, it doesn't come out pear juice. It comes out orange juice. So when you squeeze somebody, when the circumstances get tough, what comes out of them is what's inside. Mm-hmm. So if they're getting that on you, <laughs> that's their stuff. Our job is to not let that stuff dictate who we are. We mm-hmm. can respond compassionately. We can go, wow, that's really something mm-hmm. must be going on for them. Like, what's really going on? A lot of times we'll have that, right? We'll be in an argument and you'll be like, what's really going on? Mm -hmm. We're not arguing over toothpaste. Right. Well, one of the things that I think is really important to to contrast, and there's been some really good ones so far, is the the difference around that, that successful person and me, like the proverbial me. I'm over here, me, and... Here's why, here's why they have what they have. Because it's not fair for me, right? Because they were born into it or they had this or that. And if, you, if you spend any amount of time reading anything about people, about these success stories, you, you read so many more stories about people. Maybe it's why they write stories about people. I don't know. Who made themselves. Overcame. Who did it themselves. Right. Here's, the, here's, here's the compelling statistic. People that were born into it, the... the the preponderance statistically is uh, high rates of failure, addiction, overdose, lo- like all these tragic things happen when people are born into abundance, so mm-hmm. to speak, like wealthy. That's why they say it skips a generation. Trust families, etc. So, so when people are sitting back hearing, you know, I'm putting myself in that shoe and I'm hearing you go, you just got to, you know, be do you have. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of habit to break out of that. So I'm interested as, as, as we both are in uh, the steps to that because, you know, how many times you just hear people go, hey, be do have, hey, you know, create well, the vision, hey, you can have the life of your dreams. How do I start? Uh, okay, I'm in. What do I do tomorrow? Like, what, is, what do I write down to get going here and then, and then I can build, right? I mean, I think it's important. Well, the first thing I think is, is really buying into 
buying into the belief that it's possible for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then once you buy into it's possible for me, I'm going to create this, mm-hmm. then, it's, then it's the visioning. What do I want to create? Mm-hmm. Right. So what do I want to create? And then be detailed. Like you're the one that's really mm-hmm. been hitting on that is like, don't leave any detail out, mm-hmm. like be specific. And a lot of times people do vision boards and things like that. I never did a vision board because I was so visual. If you're a visual person, right. you might not need to actually have it on the board, right. but you could, you could, it's, it was so in my mind because it was my, I was a single mom. So it was like, my, my kids like right in my face. Mm-hmm. I want to provide for them and I want to have success with them and I want to have great relationships and experiences with them. So they were right there all the time. And it was my motivating factor to work hard on myself. Mm-hmm. So visioning, then the next step is is really taking ownership and responsibility. So take responsibility for how things turn out. And that's a tough swall- a pill to swallow, like I said before. It's okay. I think thinking it's possible and believing it's possible and getting yourself is, is, is an easier step. And visioning is, is way easier. Like, like blank slate, what do you want? Don't write what you don't want. Write what you do want and in great detail. Then you get to the be responsible, right? Mm-hmm. So I got to be responsible for the outcome of every single thing in my life. That's the wind blows on us all. So you can't have yeah buts. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah buts because there's no excuses. So you that you know invoking the four agreements when there's you can't take things personally and other people's stuff. I was, and it's not just me. I think a lot of people are dictated into a box by the like the five closest people. And their opinion about them, mm-hmm. right? So if you've got your family telling you, you know, oh, that's not such a good idea, right. or judging you, or criticizing you, that's immobilizing because they're the people that you need the most approval from. Mm-hmm. So you either gotta. <laughs> Learn to cut that off and say, I don't need their approval. I'm going to do what I want and stand in my own and be myself. And that's a tough, tough thing to do. So there, there can always be these inner conflicts. Right, the judgment of the people you care about the most and their their pull for you to be who you've been Hmm. back. Right. Right. So it's like an elastic band and a boomerang where you're pulling to be somebody else that you want to be. And they're pulling you back because they have these expectations of how you ought to be. Right. In, Those are in, tough things to deal with. Ter- terms that we hear a lot lately, because they want you to be safe. Right? Yeah. They want you to be safe. Or they don't want the contrast between what they're doing and what you're doing to get too wide, the gap. That's right. Some fear loss for them. That's a tough one, because that's family and close friends. Right. Another good book is, um, is The Twelve Pillars. First chapter is who do you hang around with? Yep. Associations. Yeah, I want to. I want to go back in our last five or six minutes. And you, you said, I think there's something. There's a, there's some t- tool here. You said that. I think the belief is pretty simple. I, I I would submit that it's not that simple because what people, all of us carry around, most of us carry around, is I'm not worth it. Like I'm not yes. worthy. I'm not worth it. Right. So that's a that's a big thing like you can say oh i believe or oh i'm oh i'm mm-hmm. worth it yep. and then they go into visioning like oh well, you know 
if it's okay, you know, kind I of just like, want to play my bills. Like to get by, yeah. yeah. Because you know, I don't really you know, want that. I used to have a partner oh that doesn't God. smack me around so much. Just maybe <laughs> come once a week, you know. The, well, that's like, that's a real big one too, because that um, when I worked a full time job and I had small children, they went to daycare, and I used to always say all the reasons why daycare was great. Right. I'm really inside. Right. I didn't want to do that. Sure. I wanted to be yeah, home no with my kids. No mother does. Right? I wanted to be home with my kids sure. in the worst way. And I built my identity into you're good at what you do, you're smart, you you know, you you're successful at work, and you're not really good in the mother management home thing. And I had it that way mm-hmm. for the longest time until I saw the possibility that I could stay home and raise my kids myself. Mm-hmm. Then I started to let the cat out of the bag on that. Mm-hmm. So we tell our things ourselves a lot of things that we're not deserving of. Right. I think it, so. We recommend a really a really good tool that's a thirteen was it thirteen minutes long is the Shauna Shapiro yes video. It's on YouTube. Shauna the Shapiro. The power of. Uh, mindfulness. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. power of the power of mindfulness yeah, yeah. by Shona Shapiro. It's a pun there somewhere. <laughs> I lost my mind. A really good uh, way. You know, it's not. It's not. It's not read a whole book, which right. which is a worthy endeavor, and many should be read. We recommended today the the twelve pillars and the four agreements. But step one is to watch that video, Shona yeah. Shapiro, the, the the power of mindfulness. Power of Mindfulness, um, it's right on YouTube. It's so 13 good. minutes long. It's so good. It really hits home with a lot of people. So, so if you watch that once, are, you, are we done with that? No, no. No, it's a practice. I was just going to say, it's a practice. And the other thing is the affirmations, is is like journaling. You've journaled for 27 years or more than that now, 30 years, whatever it's been. That journaling, that writing down, writing down, I used to do it through my my daily magic walk. I used Mm -hmm. to do my affirmations while I was walking and do my exercise and listening to myself talk and visioning, but my affirmations were consistent. Mm -hmm. And just like today, we were struggling at the beach today. We're doing our run and I'm like, oh God, this is killing me. So I started to do my own affirmation where I'm burning fat and building muscle, burning fat and building muscle because I'm in this traumatic state. That's what they say that those mantras really work when you're exercising. I think there's a lot to to talk about in that, in that, because it's, it's anchoring, right? There's all that anchoring. There's so many, I think really what, what we have to offer is the world is collectively about 50 years of what we would call personal development. Yep. Right? So every time we get into something, I go, it gets bigger, like boom, 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 boom. Like, yeah, like we can't just talk about visioning because there's so many layers underneath it. But I think it's a really good start and maybe it's the checklist nature that I have that, that uh, trying to create some value is I think we really have done that today. So we have we have... What do you, what do you, how do you, how do you cast a vision? What do you want for yourself? Is, is what, is what you're doing okay five years from now? Take a snapshot five years from now and 10 years from now. And are you okay with where you're at today? Right. Yes or no. The answer is no. Yes or no, no. Then, you know, it's like an if then statement for those, you know, old spreadsheet users. Then it's the miracle of the the power of mindfulness by Shauna Shapiro every day and then do that exercise every day there's a quick yeah two a lot second of people find it very difficult and challenging to to um to face your demons 
to face right. those inner yep. horrific things that you say to yourself. And I always, if I have a, you know, if I'm working with a parent or somebody, um, I will say to them, okay, think about if your daughter said those things that you say to yourself, mm-hmm. to herself. Right. Because if you're, it, she, you don't even need to say those things out loud. It's who you're being mm-hmm. is, a, is a projection of these thoughts. So she's learning these things sure. through your behavior and the way you treat yourself. She's learning those yep. same behaviors. Yep. So if it tears you up that your daughter might think those things of herself, then you have to take responsibility mm-hmm. for you not saying those things to yourself, that little whisper. Right. Yeah, it's like that saying, who, who you're being is so loud, I can't hear what you're saying. Right. So there's that. That's step one. Step two, cast the vision, right? Yep. Believe that it's possible for you. Step two, cast the vision. Three. Yep. Write it down, yeah. And what was three? Number three was was taking full responsibility, like ownership of the response that you get from the world. You've got to change that. And That's a lot it. of times people don't know their blind spots, so they don't know that they're triggered yep. reacting to something that, you know, because it's a hair, it's, it like happens in a nanosecond, yep. right? Something yep. happens and it hits some little wound and you're going to freak out. That's right. So that's another, that's a whole other different talk. So let's cut it off it there. I think that's really awesome. I think we got three great steps. You want to have the life you want. It's easy as one, two, three. It's not really true, but yeah. some, some good... Uh, some, <laughs> and 20 years later, you... <laughs> some good takeaways. So we'll leave it at that. Good talk. So we hope you enjoyed our topic today. It was a lot of fun doing it. Make sure you check us out at ownthe24.com. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Spotify, Anchor and Stitcher for Android. And don't forget to also subscribe to our YouTube page and like and follow our Facebook page at ownthe24. We each get the same 24 hours a day. Let's make sure we all own our 24. Let's go. Tick tock, motherfucker.